Yo! I think I'm live. Yes, I believe I am. So, today, really, 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 really quick. Episode number three of 100 Mondays. Um, my goal with 100 Mondays, for everyone who ever listens, is to really just get as many lessons as I can out to the world as I humanly can about all the mistakes I'm making that I hope you can find some form of value to extract out of uh, with the intention of being able to really understand what it takes to become the best version of yourself, live limitless and create the business and life of your dreams at the same time as well. And uh, today's episode, really weird. I don't know. I, um, I've had a bit of uh, anxiety around even creating this. And I think it's because just perfectionism syndrome to some degree coming in. Um, but one of the, the I've, I've, uh, it was this week that I've had a huge realization that has essentially uh, come to light for me that we, or that, that, that may have costed us close to five to six, five to $600,000 this year. Um, and I even feel a little bit like, uh funny talking about this right now like i always like like i want this to be so good that uh it is going to come across bad almost which is super duper weird right like that's so uncommon for me in any way shape and form but i think it um it goes back to the the whole premise of the more i do this and the more i uh lean into the resistance the better this stuff gets and the easier it gets to actually create great content like this for people at the same time as well so the great lesson takeaway from that is uh whenever you feel the resistance lean in do not try to run away from it by any stretch of the imagination this week though the uh the mistake that almost cost me um you know five to six five to six hundred thousand dollars this year is one that i don't think that anyone is typically exempt from that i've seen in many uh stretches of the imagination anyway um it's one that i see many uh, people make when they get a little bit of success in sales and then jump straight into fulfillment to try and, um, you know, fix up a bunch of fires, whatever it might be, or try to make what they're doing better or put themselves into a position where um, perfectionism syndrome jumps into some degree and they think that what they're doing isn't good enough and it becomes a repeating cycle where they try to make things better and then neglect sales and then neglect sales even more. And then it becomes a, um, a hamster wheel sort of um, situation for many people. And I think it happens a lot with the clients that we work with that I see. And I think it happens a lot in my own life. And I think I've seen it happen a lot in other people's businesses at the same time as well. Um, my goal of this episode is to try and keep it as short and sweet as humanly possible. I've got a little bit of content to get through. It's all about a story about something that happened this past week uh, in a conversation I had with a mentor. But I would love it that if, uh, if you are enjoying these 100 Mondays episodes, I would love for you to do me a huge favor. And I know if you're extracting value out of this stuff that I want you to actually uh, send one of the episodes that you've loved the most out to three people who you know who need the same um, value in their life of, the, of whatever sort it might be. And if you could do me a huge favor and do that for me, that would be uh, the best Christmas present, even though it's not anyone in Christmas that you could ever give me at the same time as well. Let's get into today's uh, situation. So early this week, I was chatting with a mentor of mine, um, and I brought up a whole bunch of program additions that we could be adding into our services. Um, I was thinking about some new team-focused trainings to add in as a part of our offer, which we have started to add in um, over the past probably 
uh, 30 days. We've been doing it for people for a little while now, um, you know, helping them hire some solid team for their agencies. But we've never actually productized it and made it part of the front-end services by any stretch of the imagination, really, just because um, we wanted to keep the main thing the main thing, which is like good marketing and good sales at the end of the day. And um, I've also had a, another couple of opportunities that have come up where we wanted to focus on helping, uh, you know, if we're going to help get some good solutions for our team, uh, sorry, for, for our clients, for their teams, that I've got people who can very easily uh, do white label to recruitment and create some awesome opportunities within our own worlds to actually um, get people virtual assistants or setters or closers or client success managers, whatever it might be, um, which I don't think we won't do in future, but it was um, uh, just a focus at this point in time. And some of the other stuff that I was speaking about with uh, my mentor was also leaning in towards more retention based activities. So, um, uh, life focusing on lifetime value with um, a whole bunch of our clients and making sure they stay longer and uh, finding ways to actually um, increase the lifetime value of each client that we work with. Um, and I guess some of the other stuff that I've been focusing on quite, quite a fair lately is like uh, focusing on recruiting some new team members and assembling a team that are going to help create the vision that we want to have for the business long-term, which is a business that doesn't just um, focus on, you know, helping agencies with sales, but, um, focusing on the core four parts of life at the end of the day, which is, you know, family, business, money, which is broken down into our money and sorry, wealth and finances, and then fitness at the same time too. Um, but because I'm so aware of all the other challenges in the business, um, you know, defined as the opportunity to create better lifetime value and opportunity to make our offer better and add in some potential recruitment stuff and opportunity to, um, you know, make what we're doing better, even though the people that we're working with already love what we do, um, just made my mental capacity really divided and um, trying to focus on it all at once is, is really, really, really hard to. Um, it's also really hard to sort of break that cycle mentally when you want to fix all of it because you have this, you have such a high standard for yourself. And this is something that I battle with quite frequently at the same time as well. But that there within that lies the problem at the end of the day, because you can't do everything at once. Um, and focusing on things that aren't the most important typically end up, they typically end up putting you in a position where you end up going backwards, not forwards. And I've done this way too many times so far already. Um, so when I was chatting with, uh, my mentor about this, obviously, like I wanted to work out how we could retain our clients longer. I wanted to work out how we could leverage other support from other people um, in order to create as much benefit for our clients as humanly possible. Um, I wanted to find a way to help our, our, our team make more money. I wanted to find a way to hire more team. Um, and all at the same time, which again, just makes the plate spin too much with all good intentions behind these things, right? Because all the the reasoning behind why I wanted to do all, the, all these things is because um, I care so much about the clients we work and I care so much about the, uh, the team that we work with in order to actually get them the best um, lives that they can have at the same time as well. And you see, for me, the frustrating thing is that I'm actually not too bad at multitasking, right? <laughs> um, I actually feel like I can manage eight things at once. Um, and that's the, the scary part. And I think that many people out there feel that they can do the exact same when, when you're just one person, it's a lot to mentally actually, uh, deal with in any way, shape and form. When you've got all these different, you know, um, 
quote unquote opportunities, it becomes really, really, really easy to get lost in the world of it. Um, you know, increasing lifetime value of clients, uh, leveraging other people to potentially, you know, hire extra people for our clients at the same time as well. Um, and feeling just all over the shop because my attention has been divided through all of it. And I'm not the only person I see do this stuff. I see our clients do it all the time. They take their focus off the main thing because they can't control their focus and their emotions um, and end up derailing themselves pretty bad at the same time too. They go through the hamster wheel cycle of, you know, make money, don't make money, make money, don't make money, make money, don't make money. And it's a really, 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 really hard place to be. Internally for me though, um, I always feel like it's a little bit of an internal struggle in a warfare when you've got all these different plates trying to spin at once, especially for me when they all come from such a good place. It's, uh, it's really hard to turn it off mentally sometimes. Um, and the, real, the, the reason I think I felt like this is because um, everything felt really plausible or feels really plausible to all at once. Um, and it, they all feel just as important as each other. And they all feel like they should be done at the same time. So like, obviously, I want to make sure our clients get the best results in the world. I want to make sure um, sales are cranking. I want to make sure that the marketing's fucking fantastic. And I want to make sure that all these things are, um, well, in my mind's eye, they are important, right? And like, it's it's almost like which one's more important and which one's more important when. Um and truthfully, like I, we probably could do all of it at once. Um, but the reality is that most of these things would be done terribly and keeping the main thing, the main thing wouldn't be the case by any stretch of the imagination. And in this context, the main thing is making sure that we are able to uh, bring new people into the, into the program and actually make sure that they are continually served long-term in a really good way. But if the front end acquisition piece is not dialed in properly, then the team itself has, has a hard time to, to, to work long-term too, which I'll get into in a second. Um, and it wasn't until uh, my mentor Charlie pointed out that um, I'm not putting anywhere enough, anywhere near enough uh, attention into hiring new appointment setters, uh, getting sales dialed in, getting our marketing dialed in again. Um, and every single moment that I'm not focused on that, seeing is the fact that we are currently in a position where we have just changed over a lot of team. Um, we don't actually have any sales support in the company at the moment that is outside my own realm. Um, and I think that because I've seen all these other opportunities, I've neglected seeing what's true in the fact that if we didn't hire the sales support again, that the front end acquisition piece would actually end up being almost inexistent or it would be completely left onto my own shoulders. And that's where it becomes a real, real, real sticky situation at the same time too. And the, uh, the cost of not focusing on the actual, um, the main thing in this context, which is making sure that the uh, the front end acquisition piece is dialed in really, really, really well before thinking about lifetime value and thinking about adding in offer additions and thinking about adding in all this like intentionally good stuff for our clients and for our um, uh, our team at the end of the day too. The cost of doing this is that um, me still needing to, go and set again and me still needing to, to close again um, ever since we've parted ways with our old setters and, 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 other, and other team members, which is um, leading me into a position where I need to keep taking the sales calls, which is leading me into a position where um, me not being able to give enough opportunity to, um, uh, sorry, not give enough attention to the opportunities they really want to like to, to leverage in any way, shape and form, which is um, leading me into not being able to do the recruitment stuff properly, which is leading me into a position where um, it may actually end up uh, potentially ruining a bunch of uh, clients' businesses if we don't look at it properly at the same time too and make sure that all um, 
and make sure that our business is really, really, really uh, dialed in too, which will end up ruining the opportunity for upgrade and resale opportunities, which completely negates the whole um, lifetime value situation um, while being great for everyone, meaning that it would actually come at the cost of new opportunities, which would actually end up um, cannibalizing the uh, long, like the lifetime value of any existing opportunity because there's no, no new opportunities coming into cash flow for the team for that stuff. Um, and then the, the business being solely reliant on neediness and neediness in this context being defined as um, needing to keep the clients that we currently have, as opposed to having an abundance of clients that we can create systems around keeping and working forever, um, which are create, which, which ends up creating a world where we can actually have uh, what well, sorry, it, it ends up creating a world where we end up in a cycle of feast and famine, which is just not a place we want to be in by any stretch of the imagination, right? Um, it creates bad cash flow cycles. Um, even when you've got a bunch of good red, like retained clients, there isn't enough new cash coming in every month, uh, which means that there's less money to reinvest back into the business, which means that um, less money to get new uh, A players and less money to add into advertising, whatever it might be, which means there's less opportunity for our client success team to make more money uh, in lifetime value and actually, um, you know, upgrade new clients to different services at the same time as well. Um, even if people are retaining now, that means that there's less retention opportunities for the internal team to actually uh, have the ability to make some extra money there at the same time. So, which actually ends up being even worse long-term. It may sound really nice to have the, um, uh, the retention, which I'm, I'm not by any stretch of the imagination, am I, um, discounting retention as a importance by at all, but I think that it's a sequential uh, attention focus. So front end acquisition needs to be really dialed in before you think about retention, because if it's not, um, trying to retain one client long term as opposed to um, having forty people and then being able to retain twenty of them um, is a world of difference in the actual financial outcome at the end of the day, which is really what we're trying to be in business for at the end of the day, right? Like we can be all nice and happy towards a whole lot of situations, but at the end of the day, we're here to make some fucking money, right? Um, that's what business is for, right? Like it's, it, it is a capitalist focused world and that's what we need to focus on at the same time too. Um, which at the end of the day for the team, if there's no pipeline of opportunity internally to be able to create more uh, lifetime value for people and retain people and actually use the re like the fulfillment retainment systems that you have in place means there's less motivation for them to want to work harder, which means that they start looking at other opportunities for places to work. And that becomes a huge um, decrease in company morale, which eventually ends the company as a whole, right? So the cost of this stuff, um, while in theory sounds like I could have gone and done all of it at once, actually ends up putting me into a position where we could actually lose the company, right? Um, and what I failed to realize that was the cost of doing this um, is actually coming at the cost of losing the whole business as a whole um, through the vehicle of culture, morale, team efficiency, and actually diminishing client results by not actually having um, good cash flow in place to support all the you know good decisions that we want to make for clients and for um, existing clients, uh, team members that we want to help them create at the same time as well. And all because the right things aren't being focused on at the right times. Um, so for me, after realizing this was the case, and it was pretty obvious um, but anything outside sales, sales team and dialing marketing in was absolutely useless to me at the moment, right? Um, not to say by any means that uh, we aren't going to create 
more value for our clients. I, I do that on a weekly basis anyway. Um, but it's more about the period or, or the attention and percentage of attention that I have being put into each different context as well, right? So um, if I wanted to stay in momentum and actually grow here, um, we can still do all that other stuff. But until we get a new setting and sales team in place, 80% of my attention needs to be put into that um, to fix that. Like this week, um, rather than trying to get all of it in place at once, uh, because essentially, if I didn't do that, what would have seemed really nice, meaning adding in new um, additional uh, resources for clients, which we'll probably end up doing um, just to a, a smaller degree for right now, for probably for about the next three or four weeks, adding in more re uh, revenue opportunities for the team to grow, which will still happen just at a less of a frequency right now, which at the... Um, uh, if you think about it long term, it actually increases their opportunity, uh, intel opportunities by about four times um, and retaining clients longer for being the vehicle for that. Um, what really would have happened is I would have robbed the opportunity to actually put myself into a position where I can automate the sales to a position where I'm actually no longer needed in the sales processes again, which would have given me back the mental capacity um, to focus the 80% into all these other opportunities while while retaining the ability to still have the front front end acquisition pieces really well in place while being able to manage all these projects efficiently um, and the ability to give the internal team uh, a pipeline of full continuity and upgrade opportunities which keeps them in check and wanting to be motivated and wanting to be a part of the team um, long term which puts us in a position where we actually have the ability to um, focus on the long-term offers that we want to create, inclusive of the additional offers. We want to focus on the, the core four business, which is a, an accumulation of focusing on family, finances, uh, wealth, um, uh, fitness, etc. So not just focusing on the actual, um, the initial agency offer, but going bigger, going wider and giving more value to our clients covering off more things that matter to them at the same time as well. And reality, um, by not focusing on, on the, the main things being sales and marketing again, or dialing the front end uh, acquisition piece in yet again, I would have stayed more stuck than I was right now than I was thinking that I would be able to actually escape by creating more internal value to some degree, right? And I think that the reason I want to share this with you guys is because um, I see way too many people fall into this trap where they will make a couple of sales, they'll fall back into the trap of fulfillment, um, and in definition, what I mean here by saying they'll get stuck, they'll get sucked into uh, fires every single day, not really pushing business forward by any stretch of the imagination. And you feel like you're on this constant hamster wheel, which holds the company back from true growth and keeps you stuck for the longest period of time. So for me, what I've decided to do um, is I've decided to take the same energy that I was putting into, you know, the eight different areas that I was trying to put into the focus and just put it into uh, focusing on um, new appointment setup and new closer opportunities this week and nothing else. So they can fill out calendars um, so we can have a bucket load more opportunity to then be able to leverage the new internal systems so that we can have the mental, so that I can have the mental calories to be able to focus on all this stuff properly, um, to have the cash flow to support the actual new not to say new ventures, but the actual, um, the support for the new support we want to have in the program and be able to focus on all this stuff properly instead of being sucked into every single area. Like I was going to actually choose to suck myself into, which would have actually put us in a position where we could have lost everything. Um, and it was actually going to cost me about 50 K per month in the business in opportunity cost from a combination of like lost front end sales 
um, from a combination of not being able to be a good leader, which would have ended up destroying like the, the retention piece in the first place and would have destroyed so many cross sell opportunities at the same time as well. All because I wanted to focus on retaining some extra money right now, which would have buried us in 90 days time. And because the team wouldn't have been there because they wouldn't have been enjoying the whole process anymore. And neither would the clients because they wouldn't have really been feeling the love anymore because there wouldn't have been enough energy in our program to actually facilitate it, to actually give us the um, uh, energy in the form of two currencies like emotional um, and actual financial currency at the same time as well. Um, which would have destroyed many, 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 many things. Um, and I would have been coined as a bad leader, which I don't want to do by any stretch of the imagination. I would have felt like I was failing. Um, when in reality, by getting this stuff sorted first and keeping the main thing, the main thing, being like marketing and sales and then hiring people to facilitate those positions so I can actually focus on the internal stuff that we want to be doing more frequently than not. Um, and until the, the team is in place again, uh, being like the sales and the, like the, yeah, the sales team, um, we'll be able to do everything that I wanted to do and actually keep the people that we want to keep long-term just by focusing on the right part of the business at the right time, which is keeping the front-end acquisition stuff the most important piece. And that, that needs to be the most important piece at all time. Um, the end result, once we uncover, this is like pretty powerful too, right? Um, in what seems to be the right thing to do right now sometimes might actually end up being the wrong thing and the worst possible thing you can do for your business. And by doing it at the right sequence of events, it will actually add an extra five to six hundred thousand dollars to our business this year and actually put ourselves in a position to win really, really long term. Um, and I'm not going to have to be the everything to everyone while we're going through this process, which will actually make me give or give me the ability to be a better a better leader to our team and our clients for it as well, which makes me feel pretty damn good of a morning when I wake up, which is a bit of an extra bonus to me in, in sort of my mind's eye. So I don't know if any of this has made sense. I really hope that it has. This is like really important stuff, making sure that you're focused on the right um, lever to pull at the right time because the levers I was going to try and pull were like uh, the retention piece, um, the making it off a better piece and uh, the lifetime value piece when in actuality, what I really needed to focus on was getting the front end acquisition piece in place properly again, um, because there has been some discrepancies there over the past probably three or four weeks, which means that if I took my foot off that pedal, it meant that long-term I'd actually put myself in a position where all the um, retention lifetime value stuff was actually going to be negated anyway and actually put us in a worse position, which I don't want any, for any of you at the same time as well. So I hope that this has helped in some way, in, in, in some degree, and maybe you can see some of your own story through this as well, because I know that the biggest thing you can focus on is actually the right focus um, for the stage you're at in business in any way, shape, and form. My challenge to you this week is to take some stock, question yourself, um, self-identify, where am I putting too much energy, effort, and attention right now that isn't actually driving the business vision and mission forward um, to anything that I said that I wanted to, that I realized that I keep lying to myself about, or maybe it's because I feel like it's the right thing to do at the time when it actually, when, when in actuality, it's just a, uh, a shiny object. And why do we need to get back to focusing on the main thing at this point in time, which would be the sales and marketing element and portion and what kind of, kind of impact will focusing on that stuff again, have on you, your team being current or future team and the business you want to have in future. And if you do so correctly, what will it create for you long-term at the same time as well? So um, to wrap it up, like 
I was literally going to cost us close to 600 grand this year by focusing on the wrong things in the business. And I was hoping that this would give you a little bit of context as to what you could do to actually make life a little bit easier for yourself um, in making sure that the front end acquisition piece that you are maybe not focused on right now, because you're focused on trying to make your offer world-class um, might be the thing you need to focus on yet again. And I hope that it has given you some form of value. Um, I felt a little bit insecure because I felt like it wasn't as, uh, impactful as the last two um but i think we all deserve a an opportunity to uh fuck up sometimes um my responsibility to the 100 mondays was that i said that i would commit to doing one every monday no matter the excuses that i might bring up and that's the whole point of me being here and i wanted to provide some form of value and i hope that it's provided that at the same time as well so i just want to thank you for tuning in and listening um, I'd be super grateful if you did take something out of this to let me know what you thought was really, really, really helpful for you, if anything at all. Um, any takeaways that you might have heard that you think would be able to uh, help you in your journey in any way, shape, and form. And if you could share it with three people, it would be super, 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 super helpful um, just for me to understand how far we can actually help people who need it at the same time too. Um, share the Spotify link if you have the opportunity to do so. I appreciate you. And uh, I hope you guys all get the opportunity to live, lim live limitlessly this week. And I'll speak to you all soon, okay? Peace.